1: Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas, ECW's original World Heavyweight Champion. Right now, you're watching the number one wrestling podcast on all of Long Island, Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. The Monty and Pharaoh Show. And you're watching the Monty and Pharaoh
2: Show.
0: Monty and the Pharaoh. With... Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh Monty
1: and the Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and Pharaoh Monty and the Pharaoh oh, is it Monty and the Pharaoh Monty and Pharaoh the Monty and the Pharaoh show the Monty and the Pharaoh the Monty and the
0: Pharaoh show Next. And it's Monty and the Pharaoh, baby. Monty, Monty and the Pharaoh. With Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Oh,
1: what a run. Monty and the Pharaoh. Monty and the Pharaoh. Hey, cut the fucking music. When you want the best in professional wrestling, Long Island, there's only one place you're going to get it right here. Monty and the Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's not just the coolest. And that's not just the best. That, my friends, is just <laughs>
2: incredible.
0: Monty and the Pharaoh. You've got the future Hall of Famer, that rocker, Marty Jannetty, and MJ in the house, and I'm sitting here with two more future Hall of Famers, Monty and the Pharaoh. We're doing that stuff, and we're going to rock it.
3: huntington new york from village connection media at the helm is producer hi mike Stephen miller
1: sorry about the uh problem with the intro
3: and we've got our art director in studio jeff how are you buddy
1: doing good man how are you
3: good hanging in there throat's a little hoarse but you know just getting over a cold uh no intro had a little problem
1: with the intro we're having a tough day today mike
3: (laughs) well what are you gonna do man Monty DeFaro could be seen every Thursday from 8.05 to 9 p.m. right out of Rockstar Studios. You could also catch us on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. We could also be seen on Channel 115 from 8.30 to 9 p.m. on Tuesdays. Channel 115 from 6 a.m. to 6.30 on Saturday. And Channel 20, time's coming soon. And also, we start our first official show on the Fox affiliate rtf sports network which will be on friday drive time from 4 to 5 p.m so boys did you catch the super bowl yes would yes what'd you think about halftime it was okay i didn't watch it it's okay and it was you okay. didn't watch it i well you know i should know that i was watching miller and the rock star which made it's a uh, secondary appearance i guess so you yes. took a break right so starting off the thursdays in a roll, right yeah you guys were
1: funny so you didn't watch it no uh you, you know my reason though it's like I, I i want i stay in my lane which is the football lane
3: i don't understand what does that
1: mean um is normally i watch football all year and they never have a big halftime show so i don't want any part of it.
3: Well, I'll tell you this: when I heard that it was Shakira and J Lo, I was like, "Oh my God! Can we come up with someone better than this?" I was glued. Probably the best halftime, best halftime show I've ever seen in my life, man. <coughs> That's funny. No, I, I heard it was pretty hot.
2: It was. Hot. It was hot. It was very hot.
3: We we were at, we were at a party. Give me some feedback on this, and they were telling us that every NFL halftime show is really a devil worshiping show and they try to convince you to go to the devil
1: who said that
3: the people that were hosting the party
1: yeah they said you got to
3: look away like every eight minutes or two minutes so they suck you in and I was like this the whole time. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if this is hell, I'm going. If Shakira or J-Lo are going to suck God. me in, then no, they are. Oh, my yeah, God. Shakira.
2: Oh, my Dude, God. they're both like stupid Seen, hot. What was it? a Was that Janet Jackson who was the uh, topless that time?
3: Yeah, well, she got her shirt ripped off, yeah, ripped off by, by design, was, I guess. By, was that By, right. was
1: that by accident? By, by JT? Timberlake? Yeah. 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 I said yeah. that one
3: i asked i asked the the couple i was like what about you two when they were doing it are they the devil also it's just like every one of paul
2: mccartney was the devil The illuminati's that's ridiculous oh i have a friend of mine who wrote a whole book on illuminati
1: yeah oh my gosh so if you watch the halftime too
3: too sucked in then you you you
1: fall right into that i'm just not that deep mike i guess because i don't i don't buy it you know what i noticed
2: about the super bowl seriously if you remember from years and years ago when you saw the super bowl or any any football game every guy was massively big and this year they were all small fast guys
1: game's they, changed. Dude, they're not that small. Everyone thought yeah, really. Eli Manning was small. Eli yeah, Manning they're was six, bro. Right, well, they're, not, so, they're not small.
2: Well, I mean, compared to what they used to be, they used to be bulky and everything yeah, else. Yeah, the, re- like the refrigerator, remember him? You know? Yeah, well, the game's changed.
3: It's a speed game. It's a speed, it's a speed, speed game now. Game now yeah. It's a quarterback offensive speed game, you know. Well, Guys well, like Lawrence
1: Taylor wouldn't make well, once it. once they changed the rules for it to be more yeah. of a passing game, which they needed because the sport was dying. Now, yeah. Nobody wants to watch two yards on a, at a cloud of dust. Uh, nobody
3: i agree well it's today's society right it's all changing guys instant gratification did you guys enjoy uh any commercials yeah what what was your commercial um
2: i'm trying to think you didn't like any of you never i don't like commercials i
1: don't i don't like i'm not gonna buy your product if you put on (laughs) like a honda commercial where it's like here's the car it costs twenty thousand dollars okay i get it i don't need jimmy fallon in a wig like jumping around it doesn't do it for me
2: yeah (laughs) jimmy fallon i didn't like that one either
1: but oh, Jimmy Fallon was in a commercial. One, the I one one just one made that, was made that up. Funny, I'm trying to think of it. Oh, Groundhog Day.
3: That was pretty good. That
1: was, pretty that, good. was that was that was bad. all right actually. It was all yeah, right. that was the one that was all you right. You know,
3: it's funny. Everybody's expectations are so high now, so it's like, uh, they, all these commercials suck. It's like, come on, give it a break. Well, already. that's what
1: bugs me about the Super Bowl is I watch. I'm like you. I watch football every week of the year. Yeah, right. And I'm like. Wait, I gotta be at a party where I got people going. Shush! There's a commercial on. What? Like, I, I, I don't want it.
3: Yeah, but you know what? I gotta be honest. At halftime, I was like,
1: "Shush!" Shut up. Told my wife, "Shut the fuck up." Shakira's shaking her ass. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, they could have done a lot worse than those two. Oh my! You know, a lovely. lot worse. I saw it. Best hey, halftime
3: show in
2: the history of yeah, halftime I shows and the story. It. I
1: boycotted because so, I like watch something else, and then I'm like, "You wait, missed out, pal." Wait, no, well, I watched it on YouTube okay. cause later on because I was like, What I like two in the morning." It. Yeah youtube it by myself in the I mean, positive. honey where you go
3: just give me a few minutes
1: i can't i got the insomnias it was nice to watch
2: you know got the 43 year old shakira still shaking it and everything like that but the really cool thing was having j-lo's daughter sing to her
3: so it's funny that you brought that up because i was waiting to see people posting like why couldn't you put an independent singer oh, on yeah, stage with one. j-lo please no. why are you putting your daughter up there it's great it was incredible. The yeah. whole thing was incredible. Mm-hmm. How about the dancing it was flawless? Yeah. Was move for... Yeah. Flawless. flawless. Move for move. Yeah. That, my friends, was a halftime show. And
2: why? Because last year, well, didn't they have part of it being pre-recorded?
3: Yep, I think so. so. this
2: time it was all live.
3: I got to be honest with you. I didn't really pay m- much attention to most of those Double- nowadays halftime shows. Yeah. You know, If I see Pitbull one more time, it's one time too many, right? It's like yeah. I was so afraid. Like I think the odds of 400 to 1 Pitbull was going to come on stage. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, ugh, it's right.
1: You can't ruin like you can't ruin something like that with like pitbull. Like you gotta leave it alone. Yeah, alone. Well, we don't need the red hot chili peppers in the middle of Shakira. That's right. right. Thank you. You don't need McCartney. No, First, you don't. You know what? Next that's to the, the, the
3: Beatles part. performing, probably the best time. <laughs> of that time I'm up. That's not showing. Sorry to say. Really hey, you know what? In I fact, got... they could have just stayed on for the rest of the Super Bowl. I would have been perfectly <laughs> fine with it all. Well, here's
1: my my problem. I have a problem with the Super Bowl. And the problem is this: it's like Super Bowl parties. You got people talking about the Illuminati. Now, with those people, if a Thursday night, Thursday night football in October, yeah. all right, Kansas City, San Francisco, no, 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 no. So get on, stay in your own lane, enjoy the game, and stop telling me about Illuminati. And
3: again, here's the other problem I have: these coaches out there. Why do they got to be the smartest people on the field? It's like, holy cow, dude, you're going to win the game. Just run the ball.
1: Run the clock. I was like, what are you doing passing what, the ball? What about the, the guy? He, he's down 11 points. There's a minute and 10 left. And, and the coach of the 49ers is calling timeouts. It's, and dude, it's like, Dick, what are you doing? You because, have no chance.
3: Because he's, because he's angry because he should have ran the ball when he was up by 8 points or whatever uh, it was. Winner. I'm like, why can't I be there? You yes, know what I'm saying? The best thing
2: yeah. in my party was near the very end it was like 0 to 3 or something like that and the guy next to me is like I got it I got the pool I'm going to get the big money and then the guy runs he's he dead I'm like no no, <laughs> <laughs> no! That's,
3: why, that's why gambling is bad that's why it, they it, call it gambling that's why they call yeah. you gambling I want to recognize the theme song for Monty DeFaro, sung by our own Aqua Cherry. Uh, if you want to get Aqua Cherry's music, which the theme song is straight to the top, you can catch Aqua Cherry at aquacherryband.com. You that get get their music on Spotify, Reverb Nation, and where music is sold. Chad White is the lead singer and the secondary, what, what, the back I don't want to say backup singer, what is a singer that's on the... Uh,
1: it would be the co-lead singer, I guess
3: so co-lead singer
1: yeah i mean if they yes uh, singer no no, no know, she's guess.
3: so her name's courtney she's an incredible singer and
1: yeah, yeah i guess it, she the soprano or i don't know i don't know she's yeah.
3: pretty good looking though all right she's got a so, nice like, voice too she's got a great got a voice a nice kidding voice. me please
1: that's a really good band dude they are they're really, are really good. i
3: really think they're gonna make it like when i mean make it like yeah, make you it know what I mean by making. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, today radio plays radio play, right? I don't even think there's anything with radio play, right? Everybody's on whatever, so yeah. But you know,
1: I think the big time now is uh, as far as radio play would be serious. If you get onto one of the biggest stations on serious, yeah. you're yeah. doing yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not like one of the auxiliaries, like Canadian Rock or something. <laughs> but like, the auxiliary channel? No, the auxiliary channel. Like, that's
3: where Monte and the Faro are on. No, it, auxiliary Monte and the channel
1: is going to be like XM is it, is channel. Right one, next to Dan
3: Romano's show. Is it going to be possible <laughs> that we
2: get Monte and the Faro's halftime show with aqua Cherry? Uh, that
1: could be. <laughs>
3: yeah. Actually, I'm trying to put something together, but we'll see if it works we'll
2: see out. <laughs> J Lo said no.
3: Uh, I want to talk about some of the upcoming events, which Jeff made the artwork. He yes, does he all our artwork, and he does an incredible job. In fact, I got fans out there always say who does your artwork it is incredible so I am kudos available. to you sir <laughs> yep and your ad is on our uh, our commercial breaks anyway february 29th uh we have the warlord from one half of powers of pain Do you guys know anything about the warlord
1: yes scary He's a scary dude. Scary guy. Scary
3: guy. So it should be a little fun. And then on March 6th, we've got Jake the Snake Roberts in Hall of Famer. That's awesome. Jake the Snake, one of the most famous wrestlers of all time. Everybody knows who Jake I, the Snake okay. Roberts is, even, right?
1: The I, I might even come in and work the board, even I, though I am I, terrified. I heard. Of I heard. You may be here. <laughs> I, I, even though I am terrified of animals.
3: And then we're at the big event with Tony Atlas and Sunny Beach, both WWE superstars.
1: Where is that? If that's in LaGuardia. You should come. Come I'm, by. I'm, that's why I'm asking. I they like got a uh, they got a
3: really big uh, event this year, man. They're, they're going all out. You got um, Undertaker's there. Really? Braun Strowman is there. Oh man! Wow. Uh, Bret Hart's there. <laughs> Kevin Nash is there. Scott Hall is there. Yeah. They,
1: they, yeah, I know. But uh, Monty's going with his best. My, you guys are going to have a table, correct? We, we have a table. Out, outstanding. You should.
3: And we might have. uh, I'm in negotiations with another wrestler right now. But we'll see. Um, And on March 7th, when we return back to studio, Tony Atlas will be in studio with uh, Pat Tanaka. Pat Tanaka was part of the Orient Express back in the day. We're going to do a Rocky Johnson tribute show. First, it was supposed to be an interview between the two, but uh, Mr. Johnson unfortunately passed away. And uh, we're going to do a little tribute show. Nice. Nice. And then right after that, we've got Greg Gagne, son of Vern Gagne, Vern Gagne. Uh, AW, owner of the AWA, one of the big three back in the day. He'll be in studio, and uh, it's widely known that my partner, Jimmy Farrell, <laughs> hates Greg Gagne. Yeah,
1: that was weird. I, not weird, it's just funny. Right
3: now, he's yelling. He's, he's yelling, out,
1: yelling what you at me. At the- I don't hate him. him. I don't hate him.
3: And then we've got the Killer Bees in studio uh, right after that, and mm-hmm. then the real good thing on Thursday, the dates changed, so I didn't get the banner changed, but the dates changed. The Rock and Roll Express will be here on Thursday, uh, April know. 16th. Oh, okay. All right, so they'll be here live in studio. Rock and Roll Express have been around a long time, and they're uh, they're getting widely known. They're part of NWA Power right now, so really? it's a big deal that they're actually in studio.
1: Oh, they're in NWA Power. Huh?
3: Yeah, they're on NWA Power. Yes. It's nothing better than watching 70-year-olds wrestle. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if anyone notices, Mr. Farrow is not next to me. And No, everybody, he didn't quit this time. It's all good. Uh, Jimmy uh, had a death in the family, and I just want to say we're thinking about you, yes, Jimmy.
1: Yes, our, our uh, sincerest condolences and to the Pharaohs. He'll,
3: he'll be back. He'll be back next week. Also want to send out a prayer to a friend of the show, Mr. Bill Pierce, on the loss of his uncle. Bill oh, Pierce, oh, part yeah. of uh, Simply Splendid with bobby c with bobby c and bill was also a wwe wrestler yes he was so anyway our prayers to both these gentlemen you know uh life can get tough so uh you know family comes first family first that's right always with that we're going to take a quick commercial break And we're back. All right, guys, uh, before I got here, some news came out. that WWE now is talking uh, in negotiations about giving their pay-per-view events to another streaming service, so meaning it will no longer be on the network. Wow. You'll have to pay for it. That's not good. That's not good. Um,
1: I don't know, man.
3: Why isn't it good?
1: Well, I think you got a really good thing going with the network i think the network really suits the fans well
3: wouldn't they be better off just raising the price of the network that's
1: what that's what i'm saying if you went from 9.99 to 18.99 i would do it you're not gonna lose a lot of people but you you take the pay-per-views off i'm dumping it you're done because then wait i don't i I
3: gotta watch old wrestling well i'll I'll be honest with you i like all the documentaries and stuff well but but knowing the pay-per-views are there make it worth it
1: well knowing the fact that the Royal Rumbles on Sunday, and if I don't happen to be home on Monday night, you I can go, watch. That's right. That's the right. point. Yeah. Plus, how are you gonna get
2: new people if you got to pay for it? If they haven't seen it in the first place, well, how are they gonna know to pay
1: for it? You know? It's good. It's a good point. I, yeah. I I think it's a bad idea. I yeah. think. Well, look, you just said it, and you're uh, you are literally a wrestling expert. Oh. And, no, no, I'm being sincere. <laughs> don't get crazy about you that. You just said that if that happens, you dump it.
3: Well, I'll be honest with you. I tell you this too. I won't buy a pay per view. I would never. I would never. They, Only reason I watch pay per views because it's on the network that I pay for nine ninety nine.
1: That's there the point. Go. Yeah,
3: and I wouldn't do it any other way. So
1: if they if they raised it to like say seventeen ninety, I would. I would
3: still have it. It's worth hit. it to me, right? There's enough programming for me to pay seventeen ninety nine. Right.
1: And there's enough. There's one pay per view a month, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. So it pays for itself.
3: But then you know, thinking about the WWE, they're looking right, like NWA Power, uh, AEW. People buying their pay per views, these new Japan pay per views. They're buy They're spending fifty dollars.
1: I don't get it. As a casual, like what they would call a mark or a fanboy, right. which is what I am, is <laughs> I'm not going to. go. I stated on one product because it's the one I know. I don't want. I don't want to get that deep into it. So I just. Well, I, I
3: say it. to Farrell all the time. I don't even understand. Like I guess he watches more than I do. But if I don't know who these wrestlers are, no. what's the point? I don't get it.
1: No, it's like it would be like us putting on the, you know, Panamanian baseball league. I don't know who the teams are. Why don't I, I'd rather watch Major League baseball. I get also I got I got to tell you nothing there's
3: really nothing on television. Maybe this is us that is must-watch television. Not anymore. No. no, it's not like I feel like I have, you know, these MMA fights that come out. It's like when I was younger, I might want I might want to would want to get it, but now it's like I'll just find out who
1: won later on. Well, or I'll find someone streaming it for free and just take it That's it. what boxing has turned into for me. It's like, I don't know any of these guys. No. It used to be like, it would be like Muhammad Ali versus Larry Holmes. You gotta watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or Larry Holmes versus Jerry Cooney. I gotta watch. Mm-hmm. Now it's... Whoever. Can you even name who the, the, the heavyweight boxing champion is right now? No. Not a clue. No. Yeah. Not a clue.
3: I think I know who it is, but I'm really not sure. sure. And I couldn't
1: tell you what belt he holds. No. I, I no. don't... No, but... I don't know. Getting back to what you're saying, I think them taking pay-per-view off would lose so many people. I think it would lose a ton of people. Me and you are two of them. Oh, yeah. And well, and yeah. like I said, you're a wrestling guy. Could you imagine paying
3: $50 no. a pop once a month for a WWE pay-per-view? How about $20 a pop?
1: How
2: no. Much is is it, if it's how 50, much is it to go to the, to the stadium? To a lot. More than that?
3: What do you mean, to go to a wrestling More match?
2: a wrestling match. I mean, what's the lowest-priced uh,
3: seats? It's, you know, it's it's strange. In fact, I'll tell you this, Jeff. I won't... I've already said it. I'll never go to another live wrestling Why? match again. Because they're annoying. The fans are oh, annoying. the signs. The signs. Yeah. They walk around with their belts. I don't know. It's just like I'm too old. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I just, yeah. I'm just. i just like... I guess I've become that guy. It's like I don't want to...
1: No, well, but I can understand I that it when it someone has a sign in your face. Yeah,
3: it's like, yeah, I, I want to watch the match. Right. Or the better thing is... Back in the day, you would sit down. Like, I always sat on the floor. You sit in a seat. You don't have to. Look, you, don't you get up when of- you're excited, and you sit back down. Yeah. Basketball, baseball, football, same thing. Yeah. These wrestling fans, they stand the whole oh. time. And they're not even watching. They're on their phones. You know, what are you doing filming the on your phone, the entrance of the undertaker, what are you going to watch that in your bed? at you know what? midnight? <laughs> I mean, what are you,
2: what are you doing with that?
1: that? I heard that Billy Joel at one of his last concerts at the garden that he performed that he said, I'd like to take you guys back to the eighties. Can you all do me a favor and put your phones away and enjoy the song. Nice. And let's have a good time. Nice. Like we did yeah. In 1980. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Whatever. That is, that has got to be infuriating. Someone standing there with the phone up. Absolutely. And, like, Come on, and again,
3: dude. you're going to, you're going to video Billy Joel singing. And you'll post it because you want to show off. And after that, what are you doing with it?
1: Yeah, right. you want to show off. Look, I went to the Billy Joel concert. Yeah. yeah, you and 28 billion other people. Now, like, if I go
3: to a, a luxury box at the Jet Game and Mandy Rose happens to be there, she and all wants all to hang an out. Animal, my That's all. Then you, get, you, you get your you get your camera out.
1: Dude, Someone said, "Oh, you just showed off." I was backstage and and fuck yeah, at, I was showing at, off you know, at Tommy James's birthday concert, right? Yeah. And he called out all his special guests, like the guys from The Sopranos, and I'm like. Hey, I'm going to go too. And I sang "Moni Moni" with like 800 other people but, in front of 20,000 people. And I was like, I'm showing off now. Then yeah. why not? Because I earned that spot, obviously. The, that's right. With all, with right. all my you, hit records. Well,
3: you know. Well, <laughs>
1: hey.
3: Well, <coughs> guys, uh, Donald Trump uh, acquitted, yeah.
1: right? I'm over it. Not
2: according to uh, Nancy Pelosi. Well. well, she said he was impeached.
1: He was impeached, but he was, was, he acquitted. was, impeached. He was acquitted. He was imp- impeached, impeached and removal are two separate yep, things. Yep, exactly. Uh, once you're impeached, you're impeached forever. Oh,
3: In fact, I would tell you, just like regular law, if you're going to force an impeachment, whoever's responsible for forcing their impeachment should impeachment should have to be held responsible, and something should happen to that person. Agreed. You know, when it's, you it's, know it's, like, it's, it's frivolous. It's frivolous, they and it's, it's was a waste <laughs> of taxpayer people's money. When <laughs> you
1: know... Here's the bill. No, when, I agree with <laughs> yeah. Mike. When you know the outcome and the outcome's gonna be acquittal, and you knew it. You weren't going to get a majority well, of senators. Listen,
3: if this country changed the way you sue people, people wouldn't be suing as often. Like, if you, there was going to be oh, yeah. right. some kind of uh, retribution paid if you lose right. your There's case, people would think, like, eh, maybe I'm not going to do this. Right. The same thing, you put the president through this, you're making us look stupid at this point. And, then, you know, the next thing is when he gets voted in again, then what, we're going to just They're continue go on with the again. nonsense? It's yeah. like, stop. Yeah, stop. Well, yeah. one thing I don't want to know about is a professional wrestler has to chime in about the president, right? Dave Batista uh, opening up his fat mouth. This is what he tweeted Dear God, I never ask f- you for shit. I'm begging. Oh, that's classy. Please, God, please let there be a debate between Senator Sanders and Donald Trump. Please, please let President Dum Dum stand there by himself and be exposed and humiliated by a decent man. I'll settle for an impeachment.
1: That's grown up going in, President oh, Dum Dum. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Thoughts on that?
2: uh I have a problem with that because uh when the last the last time when president Trump was get, was trying to be elected I was going to vote for Bernie Sanders at, at that point okay and uh, and I wound up voting for Trump instead because Sa- Sanders lost the the bid so now he's if he wins the bid i don't know what I'm going to do
3: there's nothing wrong with that though that's your no? choice that's, that's your, your choice, choice. yeah. But, you know, I think De Niro was on the the Grammys. Oh. I don't know if it was the Grammys or Golden Globes. It was Golden Globes. And, you know, he was talking about, like, how people say that actors, athletes, they should keep their political agenda to the side because they have a lot of influence. Yeah. So De Niro, who Jim is not a fan of anymore, okay. um, I don't, you know, I don't think any less of the guy. But he basically said this: he has to use it because he has more power to make change and he wants to make his statement what are your thoughts about that person saying hey look you've got a lot more power than me so now you're going to influence people to think your way you should shut up and he is de niro that right and i want to influence oh, people
1: I, I don't think you should shut up the needle a little bit by standing up and going he's a scumbag he's a guy." it's like okay now give me give me something right stop just saying repeating yourself it becomes Pablum, it becomes how about the fact that
3: the president was voted in by the majority of the people right and i don't give stop with the the you know right like that, stop yeah. with it because guess what we would have nothing but a blue blue country if it was done by the majority amount of people right, right california right. Right. you know california new, new york or no one no republican tries to win new york right yeah, i no. went I, I think i went i might have covered it a couple of shows ago i can't remember but it was uh who was the last president, Republican president, to win New York? It was Reagan, right? It was Reagan. It was Reagan. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is,
1: and it was close. But I remember telling my kids when uh, when they were learning politics in school, I was like, "Don't go by New York because the, the polls close at ten o'clock, and at ten o'clock, in one second, they call it for the Democratic candidate." I mean, yeah. it, and I'm not complaining; it's just fact. Yeah, that's and, the way and, it is. And
2: they call it, and you read, and it says, and with with five percent of the yeah, yeah but, you know they being know counted, this guy won. They know what five percent.
1: That's yeah. why you'll never see a Republican candidate do any campaigning in New York. Why no, bother? They don't. They don't. Yeah, they, they go. Speak, that's they why.
3: A little, a little political knowledge. That's why they go to something called the swing state. states. Well, swing state means that it's an open state that they don't know who's going to win. That's, it's not
1: driven. That's how Trump won in 2016. When Hillary Clinton was doing her two night victory lap in Brooklyn and Philadelphia, he was going between the Carolinas that's to Wisconsin right. mm-hmm. to Pennsylvania yep. and Not Philadelphia, which he knew he wasn't going to get. He was going to the coal mining town. And you
3: would think that Trump would have an advantage in New York, and he was smart enough to realize he still wasn't going to win it, no matter
1: what he did here. No, they knew, and he didn't do California either. Why bother?
3: All right, so let's bring it back to wrestling, guys. I know you don't watch AEW much, right? But they had something on last night where Cody Rhodes had to take 10 lashes from uh, MJF. It was pretty brutal. I and, would and, and some yeah. people were upset about it. Okay, they felt it was a little too uh, graphic, graphic for television. And I'm thinking to myself, what happened to the days when I was watching wrestling? Right, with Sergeant Slaughter against Pat Patterson. That's right. When they were whipping each other to death and and all the right. you know the Abdullah the Butcher and the Bruiser Brody matches that went on bloody and brutal
1: and picking
2: grotesque up a, picking up a metal chair and no i mean the back they were back.
1: no that was the least of it with brody and and abdul oh my they, god yeah they like they were bloody wrecks but they
3: you know they, they did a really good job last night but the one thing i want to talk about this is, this is a serious wrestling broadcast called busted open radio it's very popular and it's uh the radio host is dave LaGreca. So LeGreca tries to get into this Twitter war with this guy MJF, and MJF basically says that he's going to ejaculate on LeGreca's wife's face. Ooh, so he, nice. so supposedly he's very, LeGreca well, ang- yeah. is very angry and he wants something done about it. And MJF calls up anyway. Long story short, obviously it was a work, in my opinion. Yeah. But people started, you know, and this is a nationwide program where a lot of people are calling in. People started talking about they're going to kill MJF. And yeah. now you hear LeGreca back it off, going, of all right, we're not looking for that type of stuff. Yeah, you we, know, and we I understand that you're standing. I'll say you're scared. But anyway, someone out of the crowd attacked MJF last night. Oh. And the rumor has it that it was LaGreca. But <laughs> I, I, all, all I'm going to say this. If it is Dave LeGrecca, give it up. Because it's the worst angle I ever saw. Just give it up. It's
1: terrible. It's, it's just terrible. bad, right? It's just bad, dude. And, you know, can, can I just address something yeah, for a second what you said? If people are so offended, change the channel. Yeah, sure. You know, change the channel are we that puritan are we going back to that where if you know oh you gotta take it off the air blah 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 yada yada I yada, just yada.
3: don't understand why everybody has to have an opinion about something you know going back to the halftime show it's like people complaining it was too
1: sexual stop What? plus it's 10 Sex o'clock it's, it's 10 o'clock at night and you know what when you t- okay Mike you're a parent yep when you heard it was Shakira and JLo Mm-hmm. Did you think it was going to be age appropriate for like a six-year old no of course not dude so, honestly I don't think w- women dance uh, yeah that's a, I, I don't I don't think women clothes dancing who
3: dancers. dance well by the way yes. Yes. they're professional dancers they're great and they're great singers yes. you know yes. what there's nothing wrong <laughs> there's just nothing wrong with it it's it's utterly ridiculous and like you said turn off the, the television channel. turn the channel. Oh my god. It like I always say, you don't like this country, you want to shit all over it? Leave. Bye. Go to Canada. Bye. Go to China.
2: And it's entertainment. That's all it is.
3: Right. So if you want to see someone whipped with a belt 10
1: times <laughs> and they're bleeding, that's entertainment.
2: <laughs> there are some the people who actually like to see
1: that. I, yeah, well, I enjoyed it. Funny. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, it's entertaining. It's smart and bring. funny. It's smart and funny. I agree. It's like the Seinfeld of wrestling.
3: All right. So I want to tell you guys something cool happened to me last night. So I've been a little, like, since last Thursday, I've been, you know, colds going around. I'm getting over it or whatever else. But I hurt my back cough. I couldn't sleep. So last night, my mm. phone goes off. And it's a message to the Monty and the Farrow page. It's basically saying, "Hey, I caught your show on YouTube. I, I went look a you guys on Facebook. I love the show. Um, I was wondering if you talk about certain wrestlers, wrestlers specifically, um, and if you do, if I give you a wrestler's name, can you send send me some clips from the show?" So I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead." You know, so I'm up. So I'm like, yeah. "Who are you looking for?" She goes, uh, "Adrian Adonis." So I go, "That's so kind of funny because me and Adrian. a Pharaoh or." big fans of Adrian Adonis and we've asked many wrestlers about you know there's a lot of clips on YouTube about our questions about Adrian Adonis it ends up being this is Adrian Adonis's daughter really yeah
1: that's awesome
3: she he she lost him when she was eight she doesn't really remember him and she wanted to see if like she could hear stories from wrestlers talking about him right so I said I'm going to send you these clips and I'll send you the links but I want you to understand that your father wasn't liked very much and Look, you gave most, her heads up. yeah i said you know and again this is the opinion of the wrestler it's not opinion of the show we were big fans of him but i don't want you to get upset over it anyway she responded she said that she pretty much understands that it's true so uh, oh,
1: that's And she said
3: a couple other things that were pretty wild but anyway i just wanted to say the power of village connection
1: mm-hmm.
3: media and the pow- power of the show. No, it's the it, power like, of the show. Adrian bro. Adonis's daughter calling. Right, it's right? the
1: power of the show. You guys are really ki- you you've really turned it up many times.
3: I appreciate it, man. With no, all help from you guys. All right, guys. Stock market news. WWE's in trouble. uh Oh, the stock is uh, dropping at a rapid pace. Even oh, though time to buy. Even though they've announced probably the highest revenues they've had last quarter that doesn't
1: make any sense
3: well it does because the saudi arabia deal and the fox deal okay Fox. all right so with those two deals since the stock has been dropping the big news is is that um vince mcmahon has let go of his two co-presidents uh george biaros um george and owns owned Seventy-four thousand six hundred seventy-eight units of World Wrestling Entertainment stock, okay. worth about seven million dollars.
2: No shoot.
3: Yeah. Wow. And Michelle Wilson, she owns about one hundred fifty-eight thousand shares uh, at thirty-seven million dollars. That's it. Interesting enough, Miss Wilson recently sold eleven million dollars worth of stock, hmm, which is eighty percent of her shares
1: interesting so
3: both were let go Um, and as uh, I guess as a reaction to what's going on Uh, the market basically is saying that viewership is down house shows are down okay revenues are up
1: that's crazy
3: so let's talk about that right so anti-WWE guys yes very happy this is happening for whatever reason.
1: Right. At the, which makes no sense, because if the the big guy does bad, the little guys are going to do bad. Well,
3: we just talked about cable, must-see television. We just talked right, about right, football. Right, right, you right. know, everybody's revenues are down, right? Football, right. Uh, our, our viewerships are right. down, right? Um Nothing is must see TV. If you want to catch RAW, you don't have to catch a Monday you night. You don't have
1: to watch it. You, you can don't... actually
3: watch on the network in about eight minutes and catch everything you need to catch yes, if the, you're really into it.
1: Well, or the DVR. Yeah, DVR. I that, can watch it whenever the hell I want. That's right. I don't got like to sit here. That's it right. Full.
3: It,
2: yeah,
1: but
3: but but it was must see t- back then. It, look, this is why I keep I keep standing by this network for this exact example. We've got quality shows. Yes. Right. Thursday nights we've got some really quality shows. But as much as I might love all these shows, I may not have time to watch I'm it not on a s- Thursday.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to sit by my. Computer I might watch for four it at five hours. in the
3: morning when I'm right, on my way into right, work. Right. I might be on the treadmill at the gym on a Sunday and catch up on what's going
1: on here Thursday. Well, the one the one thing I I, I can jump to is the Olympics. People say, "Oh, we would never go up against the Olympics." The Olympics are not the big draw anymore because there's a million. You know, it used to be it was the Olympics, and everyone remember when we yeah. were kids, Yeah, you sat and watched the Olympics no matter what because it was the Olympics. Now you have eight thousand other choices. I'm not going to watch ski. I got
3: I got to be honest with you. When the Olympics come on, I get pissed off. It's like I don't want to watch crap. Put it on some obscure channel up in like 300. Right right, you know? right, 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 right. And if someone really wants to watch the Olympics, go, go find there. it. Well, that's know?
1: what they do with some like on CNBC, CNBC, MSNBC, right for a lot of those events which is fine i don't care about show jumping with horses i don't care who's the best in the world plus the fact that when we were kids at least when i was a kid and you wanted to watch the olympics it was
2: on one channel
3: yeah, and, and it that was, was
2: it. It was every single right. night, and it was so much stuff. And some some of it was pre recorded, and some of it was live, and what have not. Now it's on three or four separate channels at the same time. Well, you think
3: about this. The only time I can remember really wanting to watch an Olympic event was that ice hockey match against the Russians. The Russians. and by yeah. the way, you had to watch it pre on tape the delay, and you already knew they won.
1: Right. Yeah, because there were keep the people
3: jumping trade. through
1: the. Yeah, as in ninth grade. No one kept The only must
3: see television is channel one fifteen from eight thirty to nine PM on Tuesdays, Tuesday Monty and that's right. Saturday it's at Saturday at 6, six AM. But that's I'm, right.
1: Six o'clock. No, it's Monty My, my wife here. was like,
3: Do you want to have sex? I go, No, I'm Macho, Monty, Monty and Faro at six AM, sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: Would you like some breakfast? By the way,
3: I, legitimately though, is every time the show comes on, my wife gets up and she leaves. Really? She she My
1: ma- here's the funny thing. My mother loves the Monty and the Faro show. It's my mom's but birthday. But because you're on, way. oh, happy no, I, birthday, no, mom! It has nothing to do with me. But you're on
3: all the but time, dude. Every now dude. and then she'll
1: be like, "I heard your voice," and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> go back to sleep." You're dude. on all the shows, she, dude. It's hilarious. She doesn't like wrestling. She's like, "I think those two, the Monty and the Pharaoh, they're funny." <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't watch Miller and the Rockstar. No, huh?
3: no. We gotta get them on cable
1: because I use. Uh, she says I use poor language sometimes. The
3: uh, the <laughs> W the WWE signed uh kill Cross.
1: Killer Cross. Killer Cross. Is That's a name. Wow, that's a weird. So
3: Killercross, uh, I think most recently was in TNA and uh, had some contractual issues. So they signed him. They're hoping to make a big difference there. Uh, he, was, he was. He was. He's huge. He was. Uh, you know, he's in Lucha Underground. Long and they also signed a guy by the name of Timothy Thatcher. Don't ask me the hell that is, so
4: <laughs> I have no idea. Farrow
3: was here he'd be like, Oh man, you Timothy gotta that watch that Timothy Thatcher. That guy was incredible. I saw <laughs> no, him back that is. I saw him back in New Japan in October and the dude guy was incredible. I'm like, Yeah, whatever, <laughs> dude. Really? But. All right, Farrow. Uh AW, AEW president Tony Khan uh revealed his four mount rushmore wrestlers do you guys want to tell me if you agree with this go ahead the mount rushmore of, of wrestlers wrestling. are you yeah, ready i'm ready right. his champion Champions. la champion chris jericho yeah, all right maybe i guess Far would probably agree with that maybe i don't know I'm rick right. flair yeah yeah bret hart yeah. and steve austin
1: Steve Austin, yes. Yes. I would have. How you know what? Anybody who does anything and doesn't put Hulk Hogan on the on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. I was about to say that. I'm
2: sorry. Thank you. He
1: goes with Randy Savage. No, that guy. Randy. Look, if someone put Randy
3: on there, I can't disagree.
1: Okay, but But you.
3: There's no Randy. That's well. We'll talk about Macho Man Elizabeth a little later on. It's funny, guys. It's funny you brought him up. He's going to talk about him later in the script, but. I agree with Miller's Hogan's gotta be on there. Yes. Hogan, End of story.
1: Yes. Period. Without Hogan, story. wrestling is not what it is.
3: And you know, I'm sorry, if someone didn't want to put Ric Flair up there, I'm not gonna argue it. I can understand not putting Ric Flair up. If someone
1: said Hogan Undertaker Rock oh, Yeah, yeah. You I agree. Go, you go, Oh yeah, I guess so. And yeah. if someone said Hogan, uh The Rock, Austin and Bruno San Martino I could Can, say there you go. Can't argue. Can't, can't yeah. argue. Or Andre the Giant. Maybe can't we argue can't.
2: Andre the we need bigger mountain and more heads. You know, Andre
3: Andre, Andre trying and to get stiffed man.
1: Andre he he gets, gets stiff. He was very big. He not big just stature wise, but you know, he huge, just yeah. He was bigger than big, you know. Uh, i still but, liked
2: him in the Princess right he, 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 he had the best part. You
3: know. get me a peanut. Anybody you want the peanut? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, on Sports Illustrated, uh, John Cena uh, said, quote, it was great to be able to watch it as a fan and not endure the fear of missing out such an enjoyable event. Uh, in sincerity, I believe Brock Lesnar is the best in-ring performer I've seen and know it's an, I know it's an opinion. And if you want a cool quote, here it is. I think he's the best in- in-ring performer of all time. I thought his performance at the Rumble was a clinic on how to establish yourself, how to establish those around you, establish a championship, establish the importance of one event. He did so in less than 30 minutes, and I certainly don't have the skill set to do that. It was awesome to be able to see the master classmen put a clinic on what to do and how to do it, and I was really impressed at the Rumble.
1: Wow, that's a long quote. Quite an endorsement. Thoughts but, on that? I don't think he's wrong. I mean, I, I, a lot of the
3: wrestlers out there are, are saying Lesnar's great, but he's not the greatest of all time.
1: I, I could see that, but yeah. Lesnar, let's see.
3: Does he, he go on Mount Rushmore? Someone said Lesnar's yet. on Mount. Rushmore. So then you don't think he's the greatest?
1: No, I, no. I, but I agree with something that that Cena said, which is the fact that the guy captivates an audience. He captivates the audience. He That's is big key. time. Big Thank time. Thank you. That, and you said a couple of weeks ago, remember when yeah. you were going through Who's Got It? He's got it. He don't even speak and he's got it.
3: I mean, man, Joey out there saying Adrian Adonis was a great talent. Adrian was a great talent. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break, but Jeff, this is the first time being on the show. We're gonna after the commercial break, we're gonna go to my favorite part, which is called the most annoying pro wrestling experts. <laughs> And this, usually I read a quote, but we're going to play a video. All right. And once the video is done, I want you all to weigh in on it because I got to tell you something. Anyway, let's do a commercial break. Do
2: I have to go around the back here?
3: You could just listen, I think. All right, we're back, and we're going to go to my favorite part of the show—the most annoying pro wrestling expert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <All right. laughs> we're still alive.
3: All right, so we're going to we're okay, going to
1: go to this on, video. Now we're going to go to the annoying video. Hold on one second.
0: All, All right. Can you play it it's out mike right? messier no, it's i just it. want to going out onto the, give some unsolicited. Hearing it. Oh, it so but you can heartfelt hear it. advice to another new englander john cena yes john cena <laughs> you may not remember me but you and i have met a few times uh you know one time we met i had a very large storyline wrestling storyline And I asked you if you would take it and see if you could help me out, get that to the proper people at WWE, take a look at it yourself. And you said you would. You said you'd definitely get it to the right people. A few weeks later, I got a phone call uh, from Mohegan Sun Arena. Mohegan Sun was where I handed you this storyline. I believe you were the United States champion at the time. This was some time ago. And uh, I got a phone call from a 207 area code. My little heart went a flutter because i thought it was the wwe calling me to to tell me that they were so fascinated by my storyline that john cena the u.s champion handed them that? and and built me up and all that stuff but actually the 207 was from mohegan sun itself the head of yeah. janitorial services at mohegan sun told me that my giant storyline appeared in a trash bin in one of the hotel rooms and that he saw my name on it it looked very important Uh, and, you know, for what it's worth, the janitorial service guy thought it was important, John. Apparently you didn't, so my storyline never quite reached the headquarters of WWE. But putting all of that aside, John, from one fella to another, another guy who's been around the block, lived and loved, loved and lost, I know you're going through some heartache right now, and I'm going to make you an offer uh, strictly out of one fella to another. Nothing to do with wrestling or storylines or Mohegan Sons or anything, and 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 from one reality TV star to another, as people know, I'm the host of uh, messier Montreal, my interview show, uh, the Pro Wrestling Rants on YouTube, all the things that I'm up to, and people love me and adore me, and you know Vince Russo interviewing me, and my IMDb rating going up uh, 89,365 ranks in one week. Uh, <laughs> Manor, a feature film that I co-wrote, actually Lee wrote, and uh, co-starred in, and some might say did quite well in, uh, being released this week. So I have some things going on, John, but from one fellow to another, look, this is what I'm going to do, okay? At your thumbs up, I will meet you halfway. I will meet you in a Hooters in, let's say, Charlotte, North Carolina. We will meet, I will buy you a chicken sandwich, and we will discuss women, we will discuss life, film, uh, wrestling if you want, uh, you know, just men, meeting, discussing things. I have some advice I can give you. I don't want to, you know, take take the time right now on the internet, but there you go, you're back. Man. Ugh,
3: I can't anymore. All right, I, just, I can't, dude. <laughs>
1: What what the hell, bro? All right, so weigh in.
3: You guys heard it. Tell me your thoughts.
2: Well, as one man to another,
3: who's lived, loved, learned, lived,
2: loved, learned. That's different. (laughs) I gotta wonder if did the did his information, did his story wind up in the trash before it got to Cena, or after it got to Cena? So
3: according to this story, it seems he saw John, and he went up to John and said, "Hey, I'm a writer." And I've got this storyline. And John Cena said, you know what? I'm going to take your storyline. I'm bringing it to the top because I haven't read it. I'm just going to take it because on your word, I'm going to say it's good.
1: good. I can tell you're good.
3: You're good. And I guess John... Through the garbage, which probably is the out funniest because,
1: funniest part of the story was probably being nice to him, saying, "Oh, okay, I'll take it," rather right. than be a dick and say, eh, "Get lost." Well, that's a you know that's a good point right there. It's what he did. So,
3: do you think would you be upset no. if, that you found out that your shit was thrown in the garbage? No,
1: I first of all, I wouldn't walk up to a wrestler and say, "Look at my storyline. I'm smart." That would be like me as a writer walking up to Random House. Oh, here's my book. Yeah. Here's my book, President of Random House. Uh, yeah, Here, publish it. Listen,
3: I got to give him credit because to me, it's a very funny story. I mean, could you imagine your phone is ringing? You you gave someone famous your story. Yes. Your phone is ringing. You're like, this is it. Cena bought it. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna do it. Hi, this is a janitorial service. Hi, yeah. ringing, Hi this is Stash from the Hilton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I can't just, we found my, your script in the car oh this, my this, god
2: is, is i read your stuff
1: oh my god no but think about it like well, where do you get your ball it to like to think like like that would be like me and you like hey you know what we got a good idea for a bray wyatt angle let's drive up to connecticut and walk in and go i'd like to see vince Vince, please. <laughs> I'd like to see Triple H. He's not expecting me, but uh, send there's me a, right there's up. There's
2: a reason why the people under them are called the gatekeepers. Yeah. And don't let them in. So the fact that he even got it into Cena's hands, he
3: should consider that a win. Even
2: That's if the guy did. That is,
3: you know what, Jeff? That's right. It is a win that he actually got it to Cena. But then on the other hand, do <laughs> it's you the think, laws. Do you, but do you think people are out of line to put someone in that kind of situation? Like,
1: Absolutely. You know, John Cena's a human
3: being, right? He's yeah. like, oh, here's this guy. He might, you know, he might think the guy's mildly retarded, right? And he'd be like, oh, now, now I got to take this fucking
1: guy's well, script. you know, I knew a guy, or I knew a, a guy whose brother was a, an all-pro linebacker for okay. the Lions, and he's playing in the Pro Bowl, and it's a situation like that. He's like, we go out with a bunch of us. Now, I heard the story secondhand. I didn't right. hear it from him. Okay. His brother's telling me the story. It's like, we go out in Honolulu, and he goes, you have all these fans, like we're at a bar, and they're sending over drinks, and it's like, uh, I don't want to hang out with them. They're like forty year old guys, right? So if I accept a drink, I gotta hang out with them. That's right. If right. I turn down the drink, I'm a dick. It's
3: a tough situation. So he's like,
1: you know, what we did. I'm like, no, nah, you know, what did he do? And he's like, they went back to the hotel, which was for the NFL, and just sat by the pool and had a couple of beers. Makes it's all like sense it's in the world. Bad, it, it's a bad situation that Cena was so
3: in. So there's, there's, there's two lines of thinking. Yes, it's sir. like, why do people feel like they have the right? To put pressure on someone like that, right. anyway,
4: yeah. it's
3: like, like you said, there's proper channels, right? You go to the People WWE, you know. You go listen. It's widely known, right? I've got friends in the WWE, yeah. right? I don't call them. Hey, I got this
1: idea. I got this show, and help me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's but you it's know about what? a fat guy and but, a lunatic. But that's a gentleman oh, like, who what? says, like, you know, I'm not going to impose on my friends with my shit. Yeah, like no, I don't think he, Favaro's that fat. <laughs> oh, I was talking about myself. No, but, uh, <laughs> the lunatic is pharaoh. No, but there are. Not. You know, <laughs> I think some people are also delusional that they sit in their living rooms and think, oh, I could do better than that. I got a better idea than well, that. Well, honestly, the guy... Listen, I, I, I do know the guy. He's a very articulate, very
3: smart guy.
0: Yeah, okay. You know,
3: he's one of the many movie makers we've run across. You know, everybody's right. a movie maker. Everybody's yeah, an actor. Yeah. I get it. But listen, more talented than I am, for sure. My only point is is that... um. I just think there's a big set of balls to do that type of stuff. Yeah. It's just
1: out of line. I agree. No one owes anybody anything. Here's the thing. You know, I heard uh, some. I won't mention a rock star on TV, who got called a dick for saying it. I think it was Springsteen, actually, who said that, you know, I get bombarded in airports and all that. He goes, you gave me your money. I performed for you. You enjoyed it. That's the end of it. That's what I owe you. I owe you my best performance.
3: But no, but you're looking at two different things. We're talking autographed pictures and right, right. actually someone to do so. Look, I also get the autographed picture thing, too. It's like... I've ran into famous people who are in the same restaurant as I am, and I don't. I just don't have the balls to go up there and interrupt. There, I wouldn't you know. either. I'm and with some, you on and that. And
2: some of them will actually turn to you and say, "Listen, I'm enjoying my dinner with my family. My family. This right. is my not time. bother me right now." Some of them will sit there and go, "Oh, sure, no problem. Let me take, take a quick selfie with you." You know, it depends on the person and as the situation that they're in. And as far as this situation goes, there's a couple things that could have happened that he doesn't know about. He knows that he gave it to Cena. Right. That's where he left it. He doesn't know if Cena took it and threw it in the garbage. Or yep. Cena has people working for him. They he said, here, check this out for me. And the guy he gave it to threw it in the garbage. Right. Or whatever. Because the truth of the matter is, this is not the only person that
3: happens to go up it's to him It's a really Cena good like point, this. Jeff. He, it's a great point. You know, yeah. He
2: probably gets, on average, 20 people a week coming up to him and saying, hey.
3: How many actors have to read scripts for their agent? They hire people to read the script for them.
2: Yeah, Ridiculous. Of course. Yeah.
3: Well, so that's, that's a really good point. So maybe John really didn't do that. It's very possible. Uh, he might have just said, hey, this is a guy who works for me. Give it a look. Tell me what you think. Right. And the guy probably, maybe well, the guy read it. Maybe he didn't read it. Maybe he just threw it in the trash. Like you well, said, it's a really great point. I know
1: from experience, every publishing agent, you got to go through three interns who look at your stuff before you get even to the agent. So if you get denied, like you send what's called the query letter about your book to an agency. Right. The agent don't read it. It's their intern or their assistant who reads it. It don't get to the agent until it gets okay. All right, but truth. Ready? Truth, truth. okay? Real life. I don't know if these... Look, man, this is a very
3: strange world, this wrestling world. Yes. And right, I don't know if these people have jobs or whatever else, but just talk about the job market. You send your resume out, it goes to a computer. The computer will... That it before it even gets to yeah, an exactly. HR person. So it's like, this is the real world. And it's like, no one owes you anything. No. And guess what? If you're meant to be a writer for the WWE, mm-hmm. you'll be a writer for the WWE. That's it. If it's not but in the charge, you're not going to be you one. You know
1: what? Nobody goes through, unless you're related to somebody there, nobody jumps the five hurdles. You, you don't go to the front of the line just because you happen to see John Cena in the airport. What about wherever. J-Lo's? kid. she yeah, not but, the to perform. You know but J-Lo's kid. But No, but J-Lo's <laughs> kid go. is J-Lo. That's know right. right. Sorry. If people are bitter about that, too bad. Because who am I going to do? Like, hey. Let me ask you. If you had the choice mm. of hiring my kid or your kid, the same age for your company, you're going to hire your kid. Bro, uh,
3: you know what? To be honest with you, you could ask my daughter. This is a true story. I fired her. She worked for me, and I fired her.
1: Okay. I got fired by my father. Did you? Yeah. yeah my
3: my daughter throws that in my face all the time. Yeah. Oh, but okay. she wasn't performing.
1: Okay, now that's that's another thing, but I'm saying, initially, if your daughter's got the same education level as mine, and they're competing for the same job... Listen, bro, And
3: I tell the guys who work for me all the time, it's not always about what you know, it's who you it's know. It's who you know. Right. It's and who you know. But that's
1: not... But that's the way it's been in time and That's Memorial, the way it should be. And it's the way it should be. You know absolutely. what? If you're a
3: dick, or you're arrogant, or you're fucking crazy,
1: <laughs>
3: making YouTube
1: videos... Yeah. Yes. No one's going to fucking hire well, you. You're fucking
3: out of your mind.
1: But maybe but but maybe Cena's assistant looked him up on YouTube and said, this guy's a whack job. Yeah. Great, Great point. Up. I don't want him working in the office. Wanna, I don't want him in but here. Maybe they said, this dude's brilliant, but he's out of his but fucking he gourd. He obviously can't work with others, and we need input from everybody, not but, just one whack job. But you're bringing that up about YouTube. <laughs> Am <laughs> I wrong? I don't know this guy but at I'll all. Let me tell you so. something about YouTube. You can have your own YouTube channel. Uh,
2: yes. You could put make your own stuff and publish it up there. And right. just like Monty Nefaro is seen by the daughter of a famous wrestler, mm-hmm. somebody out there is watching these YouTube videos, and if you do something the right way, you're going to get noticed. Look at Justin Bieber. Blech. He became famous through his YouTube videos. Yep. And he made it. But he's one out of 50 million people who have tried it. But you got to try it.
3: Listen, but that's a problem with today's society, right? Mm-hmm. For every Justin Beaver or uh, Billy Ellish, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a million other ones trying the same thing. It yeah, doesn't I mean, fly. No. You know what? You Listen. You do the best you can, and the way the cards lay, they lay. And this is all you can do.
1: Well, you know you what? I also think that people don't want to work hard. Of course not. Wow. I think it's like, oh. It's very I'm, easy to
3: go do a YouTube
1: I'm going to jump. No, but with this guy, with Cena. I'm going to jump to 10 hurdles Everyone else got to jump 10 hurdles to even get in the door. Not me. I'm just walking Bro, around the hurdles. Use the station.
3: is simple, right? So, I, again, since I've been in this little world, or it's a big world now, Yes, is everybody wants a radio show. Everybody wants a television show, yeah. right? Yeah. But this is a professional studio, right? I say it all the time. It's paid to play, right? You want to do a show here? It's yeah. professional, right? You hey, want sponsors? sponsors. Right? You want this type of stuff? Right. This is what you have to do. But all these one people that want to make it, that yeah. like you're saying... No, they'll just get a camera from Best Buy for $48, throw it in front of them, and they'll do it in their basement with their pal. And right. they think someone's going to cross YouTube and go, Wow, wow, these guys, these are, guys the are brilliant.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen anything like them since Wayne's World. Right. No, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's the whole jump in the day. And I don't mean to. Dude, there's this guy,
3: Don Tony, right? He's been yes. doing his shit for 20 something years, right? He did like hotlines. He's doing pro wrestling stuff. The guy thinks he's God. Right. He's a fucking insurance salesman in Brooklyn. Right. And he's
1: 50 years old. Right. It's like, give it a break. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're nothing. So. Yeah. Really? Listen, I say Hello. On, a, on a personal level, I have a book out, it's doing well. It's public, But that's real. But it's real. And I went through every single step of yeah. the thing. I can't tell you how many times I got rejected where it's like, okay, you know, they want something else. And then you you latch on. I shouldn't say like a leech or whatever, but well, you, hold you, on. You, you jump onto the right. Position. Hold on,
3: let's let's give the book a, a pop, right? No,
1: I, that's not what it's about. But I'm...
3: the point of the matter is, is it's a it's a, a singer of a famous band who hired yes. a real writer, to a write professional a writer, yes. and we not his friend. No. Hey, could you write my book for me? And I'm gonna I'm gonna self-publish it, and someone's gonna buy millions of copies of it because yeah. my life is so exciting. Right? No,
1: it's not. It's <laughs> not. No, and it's like and, you're fucking making YouTube videos in your basement. Right. Right. I, at least, see, thank you for saying that because you guys, it's the same way. You sit here with the Pharaoh who knows they. You know what you're talking about. A, the people you bring in as guests, everybody knows. B, you're not bringing in. Jumping Johnny Jerk Well, testify
3: to this, right? Yes. So for non-professionals, which we are, okay, i would not at a point. See,
1: I disagree.
3: But we're but non-professionals. For people that don't know behind the scenes, what do these wrestlers say and they're not blowing smoke up anyone's they ass? They love it here. That's they right. They love coming they to love this, coming this show. show. That's no, right.
1: A, it's...
3: You can see it on their faces, number one. And they, listen, they don't have to say it, right? They mm-hmm. come in, they do it, they leave. They say it.
1: They say, Dude, it, I can, they say it after the cameras are off. Let me right. tell you something. One of the best things I heard, and it was said to me away from you guys, was Buff Bagwell. And he was like, I produced that night, and he was like, thank you so much, brother, blah, 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 blah. He goes, Yo, that was the bomb. Those guys were great. I liked the studio. Those guys were great. They knew what they were talking about. They knew what they were talking about. He must have said it five times. They yeah. knew what they were talking about. That's professionalism. That's not a bunch of... A couple of jerk-offs sitting in, on a couch saying, Remember the time right. you fought? Wasn't that right. awesome? Yeah. You know, I but, know, but, 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 that, that, but that's
3: why I'm bringing it up because I listen to these podcasts because I like to listen to them and see what people are doing. And some are actually pretty good, right? Right. But they're so full of themselves and they work... They don't do anything. Like they just they don't work hard. You don't hire a professional studio. They don't they don't go hustling for sponsors, right? And try to give their sponsors something back for what, well, let, what they're giving them. So it's like the reality of they sit there and talk about how great their show is and how many downloads they got or whatever else. No, the reality of it is, man, I, I've got guys that have been interviewed by thousands and thousands of reporters through their entire life. Right. And when they turn around and say, Quote, this is the best interview I've ever been on. Not just Tabisco. one guy. Larry just like ten I guys, and I don't sit here and go, "Oh, by the way, this is what happened." But
1: but it's like I'm so tired of it. You know, do some work. You know what? And that's and I'm not blowing your horn. I'm not throwing roses. I'm being honest. No, no, the amount of work that you guys put into your show yes. is fantastic. I appreciate it's, that. Is, no, no, it's it's meant as truth. I wouldn't say it it's where polished. it's like it's polished. We might have a technical problem right. or whatever. <laughs> Shit, no, that happens. <laughs> Listen, I never took a class. I, yeah. I'm learning on the fly too. <laughs> but I'm trying to be professional. But these guys walk in. You guys walk in and you got it. Knocked. Boom, and boom, and, and, boom. and you
3: know what the rea- the the other thing too is the partner here is so passionate about what he's talking oh, about. Oh yeah, but he's super passionate he and it's real. And, and he it's exactly he's not there's not an agenda like these other guys. No. They want to be the smartest guy in the room. They want to th- act like they know everything. Yeah, damn right. You could probably name every Japanese wrestler out that had no fucking clue. I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't watch it. I don't know what to tell you, right? Yeah, but- I I couldn't I couldn't. These, Let me tell you something. Wrestling's different now. These guys could be walking down the street. I wouldn't know who the hell they were. Right. Okay? Some other guys would know who they are. So it's great. You know all the stuff about it. You pay your $50 every week, and you watch all this bullshit or whatever else, and you be the one that says it. I got that guy right here. This guy knows everything. Yeah,
1: but you know what you and the Pharaoh do that nobody else does in that world? When you have Scott Hall, for instance, sitting in that chair, friggin' Hall of Famer. You listen to them, and you roll off that. Rather than sitting there, you see the host, and you see them who, they're not listening, they're coming up with something in their head, what they're going to say, where Mm -hmm. you're rolling with it. And that takes, A, professionalism, B, intellect, and C, timing, which the two of you have.
3: Well, the reality, Steve, and this is the honest truth, when we started this back when we were at that other studio, the one thing I said to him and we used to talk about is, we just want to entertain one person. If we can make a difference in one person's life, then it and then it's That's worth right. it. So again, uh, people aren't watching the show necessarily to listen to me and him when Scott Hall's sitting in that chair. They want to listen to Scott, Scott Hall. Hall. Right. Again, we're not going to break away what was what we we do here, right? We don't want to do the regular bullshit shtick, right? Right. I want right. to know about shit that no one else knows about. I don't want again. You can regurgitate how the NWO was formed a gazillion times. I don't it. give a shit. And
1: everyone's heard it. I know. So who minds. needs to hear it? Well, that's the point. It's the fact that you can't... Which I always found funny. This is my favorite Monty thing. How much you make, WrestleMania Because that's, yes, that's what I want to know. Mind. And he didn't mind. That's right. Flat up. I want to know how much cash yeah, you said, brought home. Uh, no yeah. car. That's <laughs> right. And
3: that's... all. Look, you want to know how much cash these guys... You want to know, what what you know just, how many women they were banging? How you, when,
1: were, when they went on the juice? I mean...
3: You yeah, had I mean, you had, uh, you you had um, Sandman in here talking about how you OD'd in the back of a car. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's what I want to know I about.
1: about I don't want to hear about the time. I don't want to
3: hear about the time you Singapore, Singapore cane you cane Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Who yeah. gives a shit?
1: That's the point. That's Farrow where, right now that's be like, get your
3: out of your mind. I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: guy cool. telling
2: you about his uh, his parrot that
1: died in the fire. Cool.
3: How, anyway. how? What was that? That story was incredible. Dude, that was
1: an incredible story. That guy
3: story. was crying. How? How about Butch Reed talking about Junkyard Dog? Butch
1: Reed sitting here crying. Barry Windham
3: talking about Mike Graham, who shot himself in the head. Barry Windham,
1: yes. damn it. I do remember. You could see these guys.
3: I tell yeah. them all the time, you see them, they forget where they are. Yeah, because they're
1: they're they're the thinking about off. their lives. Yeah. The, the mask comes, comes off. Yeah. The 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 show stops and it becomes reality.
3: Well anyway, I want to thank Mike Messier for that wonderful video. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that who that was? <laughs> that was, uh, so was it Mark Messier. Mike Messier. Oh, okay. All right. We've run
3: out of time, so I'm going to run through this pretty quick, okay? Former WWE powerhouse Ryback has taken to Twitter and requested Vince McMahon, Triple H, and the WWE company to, to severe all ties with the big guy the big guy, and allowed him to have his trademark back. Oh, dear. Thoughts on that?
1: Uh, you know, hmm. I, there's something about that that does ring for me. Like, throw the guy a bone. You know, like throw the guy a bone, let him have his trademark. What's it gonna kill you if if he goes? I mean I don't I don't know.
3: I don't know. You just mentioned on Mill and the Rockstar, superstar Billy Graham, right? Yeah. They threw that guy eighty bones and he just keeps biting them no matter what they do. No,
1: that that I agree with. That's the most bitter guy I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Literally the most bitter man. And by the
3: way, I saw an old picture. I got pictures of him in my room. I was a fan of his. I was that guy was a that guy was built like a brick shithouse he
1: was and he, he worked out with Arnold Schwarzenegger that was his big so deal. you say throw
3: the guy a bone just I let him have his right, name back
1: and you know what if he's a dick and does like <laughs> Billy the superstar Billy Graham shit then you learn your lesson again but I don't think that's a big deal I don't know I, I don't know I, w- we might disagree on that but I don't think it's
3: uh, you know I don't know uh, part of me feels like you know what you own it you made the name Ryback meaning the WWE mm-hmm. I don't owe you anything Oh. I paid you your paycheck.
1: Yeah, and and he gave him the number that he asked to pay for it. That's it. So pay it.
3: Yeah, give me $200,000. You can have say, your fucking I name back. I would say,
1: hey, Vince, how about $100,000? Come on, let's meet in the middle somewhere or yeah. whatever. But you know what? I am so sick, and I know you're going to agree with me, of Vince McMahon haters. Where it's like, oh, Vince McMahon, he's a, yeah, he's a billionaire. So what? So what? He built something that... I, it drives me nuts. Listen,
3: again, I want to see those same people that are sick of Vince McMahon. I want to see how much they donate to charities yeah. every year. Yeah. That's give me yeah. give me your taxes. I want yeah, to see I, what I you're doing.
4: doing.
3: You know, you I know, know what is- I would do if I was McMahon? This is what I'd do. You yeah. want your name back? Okay. Guess what? Any residual from the network you get when anyone looks at your videos is now mine. Yes. You get no residuals. You get zero. You oil sign oil. out your residuals, have your name back. Yeah. yeah. See how quick ride back goes now. Nah, keep, keep the I mean, name. All I can yeah. tell
1: you about the McMahon family, what I know from personal experience, is someone that was very close to me went to a college, a private college in Connecticut. And the McMahon family, the, one of the buildings is named after Linda McMahon. The, mm. the, one of the dining halls is called Linda's. Then there's Vince's, like, Little Pop. And you know why? Because the McMahon family gave millions to this particular institution.
3: How about what they do for cancer?
1: What about the... Thank you! No one even...
3: All these haters. I mean, oh my God, what they do for... For uh, charity. You know, I'm I'm stealing Pharaoh's thunder, but uh, he was going to say this. And how come no one mentions how the WWE set up with John Cena and Make-A-Wish...
1: It's and incredible. how many
3: lives John Cena has changed, changed. Yes. because of the WWE, not because right, because, because of, of Vince not McMahon. Of the movie
1: The Marine. That's, That's right. Because of, think about it. He's
3: changed kids like kids are on their deathbed or are marching towards heaven, and they get a moment with John Cena that changed the moment. ending of their life.
1: Yeah. Think about a poor kid now. I've had cancer and I was in my fifties, right, and it's a beast. Sure. So think about a ten-year-old who's suffering through that who for one day gets to go behind the scenes, gets the first-class treatment, WWE, Mm. John Cena, and I'm sure all the other guys come out and do their shtick or whatever. Think about the impact on that kid. On that one kid. That's right. If I entertain one person, and they do thousands of them. So
3: people talk about Saudi Arabia and the blood money that the WWE... They keep on saying blood money. You know what they do with that blood money? They help Americans. They come in and they help kids in need they they did the charity it's like you know what i'm gonna say this shame on people who keep doing saying this nonsense you should be ashamed of yourself and you should be embarrassed of yourself for even saying the things you say about vincent kennedy mcmahon yeah okay he made millionaires out of wrestlers that in if it wasn't for him would still be working the indies in in Ridgewood, New Jersey.
1: And you know what? The truth is, if you made millions in the '80s and you blew it on blow and chicks, that's right. That's on you. That's not. <laughs> yeah, but you know what?
3: Like the wrestling expert goes, "Oh, yo, he got to bring that up. Why don't you got to bring it?" up. Yeah, well, it's, it's true. true. It's,
1: it's true. Valid. It's a valid it's argument. A val- I mean, the wrestling expert. You don't even get me started on that guy this week. Don't even. It's like MC Hammer, millions of dollars. Now he's a pauper. He blew it. That's he blew it. it's on him. It's on him. Nobody else did it. I agree with you, Mike. A million percent.
3: Steve, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Um, There's a rumor out there that Rusev and Lana have split in real life. Oh, no. So we've talked about this before where they have these angles where they put a wrestler with a guy's real wife who is in the wrestling company. And sooner or later, they start having an affair. And then all of a sudden, they break up. I mean, we could use examples of Chris Benoit and woman right? Uh, you ever heard of the name he Chris Benoit? Yeah. Chris Benoit was a famous wrestler who ended up killing his family and then killing himself. Yes, You should look Traffic. it up. Um, he, she was married to a gentleman by the name of Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan was a booker and put Benoit with his wife. They ended up having an affair and she left Sullivan and so life goes. Jeff Jarrett and Karen Angle, Kurt Angle's wife, There was an angle there where they put those two together and she left Kurt. So, the rumor is maybe something's going on with Lashley and Lana. Now, they're they're starting to say maybe it's not true, blah, blah, blah. But it it goes back to the Macho Man. So, we've had famous wrestlers in here all talked about, was this true about Macho Man? Was Randy Savage right for locking Elizabeth away from the boys? Uh, and, and keeping it, her away it
1: didn't actually work because she wound up fooling around with Lex Luga from what I remember that's, that's right yeah you know, you're right I mean and many others it, right the truth of the matter is I had this and I'm going to make this personal for a second sure is when my wife went to Italy years ago I'm playing softball and one of my friends was like you let your wife go to Italy and I'm like well A I don't let her go anywhere and B <laughs> well you know Italian guys, I'm not saying anything bad about your wife but you know Italian guys and I was like "Well." If I don't trust her, it doesn't matter. If if I go to work in the morning, mm-hmm. I go around the corner, she's going to cheat on me. So That's right. The locale doesn't matter, and I don't buy it. So I think if you have to lock your wife in a closet, you got deeper issues than insecurity. I think she he, he must have known what kind of woman she was.
3: Well, I think first of all, in any kind of relationship, when you you know, again, I don't know how long you all have been married, right? But I think you know, there's certain times it's very hard to be in a long lasting relationship yes. and it could be very very stressful and you know you end up finding someone else that you know happens right and think about the pressure of this i you know we're going to jump because we're we've got to get done here but no, we're you're dating mandy rose okay i'll use mandy rose in it as an example okay <laughs> could you imagine the pressure of being mandy rose's boyfriend
1: well that's that's an awful lot when you have like you know she could dump you, and eight billion other guys be like, yeah.
3: And meanwhile, you know every other guy wants to fuck her anyway, yeah, right? Well,
1: right? Yeah, and you know, like even your best buddies, unless it's your super best buddy, is going to be like, hey, and sorry, Monty, I had a chance. That's to right. Take it. And, right.
2: And, and she's got to act like she's willing to go with these other guys so that they are stay attracted to her.
3: Yeah.
1: I got to be honest. Yeah, boatload of pressure. I got to be honest though. The minute a woman would do that to me, I'd be like, okay, go. Yeah. Just go then, because I'm not going to live like this. That that would be my reaction. yeah, but you know,
3: to Jess' point though, if their role is to be attractive, like okay, perfect example, J Lo halftime show, right? She's yeah. with A Rod, but yeah. she's shaking her goodies for
2: everybody, right?
3: I mean, get the, the dancer; they were actually humping each other yeah, on stage. Kind of it's cool. part of the show, though. Yeah, but but think about,
1: but that's an act. It's an act. It's an but, act, and and A Rod's got.
3: An A-Rod's 400 A-rod.
1: 40 million reasons but why she's not. Again,
3: women. you're a regular dude. Like, okay, so Savage is with Elizabeth in a yes. time where they didn't have a lot of women in wrestling. That's right. Gorgeous girl. And what's he gonna do?
1: Well, also, I gotta be frank with you, it's the kind of people that you consider friends. Like, I have no doubt that I could be going out with anybody, doesn't matter. And you would not, you personally, would not make a hit on any girl that i'm dating right. because we're friends right and that's that's the kind of people you choose to associate with but you know i i don't know maybe she shouldn't have been with him at, on the road maybe she should have been home i mean it's part of the shtick no. but you know I, and how hard is it to stay with a
2: guy who every time he speaks sounds like he's constipated
3: well that's kind of hard a
2: macho <laughs> come on macho
1: man come on. You
3: can't
1: on <laughs> macho. all right well hey, let's we
3: bring you it to man. that point would Macho Man be as famous as he was if he didn't have Elizabeth, or vice versa?
1: Oh no, but because the angle that he was like, shut up initially, right. like shut up, go. I
3: mean, she made him.
1: Yeah, she she made. It.
3: You know, a lot of people think. I think I, it was, I, it, when I, I spoke to Farrell about it. He's like, oh, he still would have made it to the top. I don't think so. I think so. You do.
2: I do because the truth matters, and you just t- talked about his wife. Well. This is the first time hearing of her. Eh. I never heard of her before. I just like. You know, Macho Man for what? He yeah, did. but
3: you knew him because his name became very prevalent in society. Right. But if that initial move with Har never happened, you may not even know that he thing. even existed, yeah. Yeah. or maybe at a smaller. I'm not saying that yeah. it wouldn't have happened. Right. All I'm saying is, you know, Hillbilly Jim said it. Oh, yeah, he said that. You know, artito Santana said it. He said he was okay, great mm-hmm. wrestler. Mm-hmm. But Whaley wasn't getting over in New York to the level he needed to be. And when really? she came on board, that's when it started to happen.
2: Would Hulk Hogan have been as, as famous if he hadn't been in Rocky? No. Oh.
3: that's That started all? Everything's got to start somewhere. Yeah. I totally well, yeah. get it.
1: Yeah. That pushed him over the edge. And I also think him, that that helped wrestling in no, no. general, too. It helped wrestling because Vince McMahon was smart enough to say, wait a minute, this guy was just in the top grossing movie of the year. We're pushing him to the top. Well,
3: so, yeah. the story behind it, and Greg Gagne, who's going to be here, yeah. we're going to ask him these questions, it's basically like this. Hogan wanted to do Rocky, he was a he was a heel in the WWE, That's right. Vince Sr. let him go, because he said, we don't do movies here.
1: Really? Yeah. Yep. 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 When
3: he did Rocky, he went to the AWA, became super popular, and he started selling t-shirts. They used to do their own thing back yeah. then. Okay. Vern okay. wanted all the money for the t-shirts. Yep. So Hulk said, I'll split it with you. And Vern said, nope, it's all mine. So Junior contacted Hogan, seeing that Hogan was going to be the next big deal and was going to help him make global takeover, contacted Hogan, and Hogan then went to the W.W.A. So Greg Gagne's father, who owned the A.W.A., totally screwed up his whole organization because... It was about him instead of realizing what what the future was
1: yeah. i did not know that oh that's yeah impre- that's wow you got what an idiot yeah that's, like, a, that's an idiotic move
3: yeah and he was so angry about it you'll find this out too and you'll hear from the horse's mouth probably told better than me is when hogan was going to win the belt against the iron sheet Fern gania offered the iron sheet ten thousand dollars to break his leg to yeah. stop it and Iron Sheik made the decision that he was going to stay with the WWE and this was the way to go. Wow. wow, That's And amazing. Iron Sheik could have broken Hogan's leg. Iron you know, Sheik, Iron Sheik was, was the real de- He a was real, the real, real deal.
1: wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I like, don't, and I don't mean like wrestling's fake. I meant the real Greco-Roman wrestler guy. And in later years, did you know that Hogan was offered
2: to put his name on certain um, products? And he was thinking about this one product and he didn't get to it fast enough? And George Foreman got the, the grill instead of him. Really? It was going to be the Hulk Hogan it was going grill? To be the Hulk Hogan grill. Wow. Yeah. George right. Foreman got to it first. That's crazy.
3: Um, hottest angle in my is Otis and, uh,
1: and he, Mandy. He, it's, well, it's actually hilarious because the guy's so brutally ugly. Yeah. It's hysterical. Uh, it's a great angle. It's a It is a great angle.
3: angle. So rumor has it what's going to happen is Mandy's going to get involved with Otis. Okay. All right, and Mandy's partner helped me out. I forget her name already. Uh, I kept getting killed, but anyway, one half of Fire and Desire. I'm having a brain freeze. Been up early. No. No. no, no. Anyway, <laughs> Pharaoh is here to correct far- me, but anyway,
1: not Um,
3: she's she's a lesbian, and she's gonna get jealous, and then Mandy's gonna have to make a decision between her <laughs>
1: and, and Otis. Is she hot? She's pretty hot. I want her to be what Mandy was.
3: She's so hot.
1: (laughs) I cannot lie. She is a hot lesbian. Mandy Rose is ridiculously hot. All right, guys, I want to
3: end the show with this. Uh, Yesterday, Kirk Douglas passed away. Yes. For the younger fans, could you guys explain who Kirk Douglas was?
1: Spartacus. Spartacus, yes. He was, you know what about Kirk Douglas? I don't think I could name 10 movies he was in, but Kirk Douglas was a movie star. He was the last of the...
2: Silver screen movie stars. Movie stars, and Spartacus is one of the. Most so everybody
3: fun. mentions Spartacus, and there's a joke in my family. My <laughs> father's a big Spartacus, Spartacus guy. Uh huh. Yeah. I hated Spartacus.
2: Really? The really? reason
3: I hated Spartacus is because um, who's the director? Uh, Kubek was it Kubek? Stanley Kubek. Yeah. Uh, who? Who's the uh, the, the singer actor? The Italian guy, Tony uh, Curtis. It looks like a, a friggin' mob guy.
1: Yeah. And, the, and the and like, they
3: don't even dress up. It's like, it's yeah. just so poorly... Yeah. I, I, to me, it's poorly done.
1: Well, they I just hated yeah. it. I don't know. I loved it, because it was a big screen thing. I, <laughs> but I, why, just, why you know, did you I love was, it? I was a I, kid I was when I saw time. it.
2: And I, I just was a big thing to see the whole... You know, he was a slave. He was a gladiator. Right. Then he, he broke free, and he was the leader of this this uh, movement. Now, if I
3: remember it right, right, they hang him on a cross at the end, right?
2: They, no, no, they crucify him. Yeah, yeah right, they, they hang him on a cross. cross. Yeah, no. they crucify. Him. It's a hanging, I think. Hanging. But
3: that, yeah, so they crucify him on a cross. But
2: yeah.
3: I understand why people love that movie. I totally got it. But yeah. when I watch it now, like I put it on, I'm like, my father's like, watch what Spartacus, and I'll be like, I can't.
1: You know what it is? It's, you're used yeah. to see. We got spoiled by special effects and CGI. Well, how
3: about guys actually getting into their role? I mean, yeah. nothing no, but I, nothing. Kirk Douglas, he's Spartacus, and he doesn't have a hair on his face. It's like, oh, what, do you shave every day? And come if, on. And
2: Who his hair that? looks like
1: it, the It's
2: perfect. Movie. Yeah, come on. Well, I mean, he was also... Him and Tony Curtis were also in another movie called The Vikings. Yeah. All right, where they were... you know, And in that one, that the joke was that uh, I think Tony Curtis was still had his... his uh, Brooklyn accent,
4: yeah. In,
3: and he no, couldn't get he rid of. He rid of has Robert. it in Spartacus yeah. too. Oh,
1: oh,
2: Spartacus.
4: oh,
3: Spartacus!
2: Oh, Oh, yeah, what your, are you doing here? Oh,
1: we're in Rome. I was just on 86th
2: Street over here. Like a oh, to, Spartacus. The, to the to the castle of my father. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god!
1: Oh, Spartacus! Oh. He was not the happy Ooh. Roman. He was gladiator. He oh, oh but that's fucking
2: funny. Kirk Douglas <laughs> was also. He was a big cowboy. He did, was in many westerns. He, he uh, worked with John Wayne. Uh, in, on a
1: number of things, he was in um, a, l- a little-known "Once Upon a, a Time in Hollywood" uh, fact. Kirk Douglas was one of the eight people on the Manson family's hit list that yes. they never got to. Yes, wow. Yes. Steve McQueen, Frank Sinatra, Tom Jones. McQueen Kirk was Douglas. on that list too. Number one on the list. He was the one they were going for next. It was McQueen, Sinatra, Tom Jones, Kirk Douglas, Engelbert Humperdinck, Johnny Carson, and I forget the last two. Wow. I, I, I forget off uh, the, the top of my head but yes they, uh, that's a fun fact Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton there you wow go. Yeah. Boom, boom. I have and
3: they boom, it. ended up getting, getting caught but they ended up killing what, what's her name Sharon Like, Tate. yeah Sharon Tate yeah. so how did Sharon Tate was she on the list it wasn't no, right no. No, it was the, the Beach was, Boy guy right no
1: the house was on the list
3: just that, the house
1: it was it wasn't even the Beach Boy it was the Beach Boy's producer who happened to be Doris Day's son Terry Melcher okay who turned them down who said to promise Manson a recording contract then reneged on it so he had lived in that house so All right. it was about the house
3: I'm going to reveal something Farrow told me you I've never heard what? it and I want an answer I said Manson's music sucked Blue Dog Farrow says I'm wrong there's actually a couple of very good songs
1: they're not good songs they are amateur at best I've listened to them I did my okay. college thesis on All the Rats right.
3: and I, lo- I wish he was here I'm going to
1: argue with Farrow about this next week but they no they were terrible I thought they were terrible, or amateur at best. Like a stupid ass, they were stupid ass. Like end of the world songs. It was just dog well, shit. Dog shit.
3: What did, wait, I think okay, I could be wrong here. Farrow claims that the Beatles took some no, riffs. No, the Beach Boys. No. The Beach Boys. They took did, riffs from Manson. No, they album.
1: took a song uh, that was originally titled "Cease to Exist." They gave Charles Manson two hundred dollars and changed the name to "Never Learn Not to Love," which was included on i believe it's the sunflower
3: album holy cow
1: i know all this so, like i said i did my those are some fun
3: facts well with that we're gonna call it a night i want to thank jeff and i want to thank steve for joining us and again i want to remind everybody you catch monty in every thursday from eight oh five to 9 p.m only here at village connection media live out of rockstar studios mm-hmm. um also catch us on youtube facebook spotify anchor breaker google podcast overcast and on the Periscope. new, uh, nah, I don't even know what the hell Periscope yeah, is, I, uh, I, Fox I, affiliate RTS I, Sports, I, Sports I, Network I, from 4 to 5 every Friday. And if you want to see us, you can catch us on Channel 115 from 6 a.m. to 6.30 on Saturdays and then at the primetime show right before This Is Us, Channel 115, uh, 8.30 to 9 p.m. We
2: could have had a conversation about This Is Us tonight.
3: Oh, wow. we could have, but you know what? what? This one thing I was angry about, that presidential uh speech interrupted this week's episode
1: that's not right they shouldn't
3: do that you know pick Mm up you know yeah. By the way, I'm kind of into Two and a Half Men reruns right now.
1: I, I, I've actually never seen that show. I, I had never. Good. It is
3: good. hilarious.
2: I I've never the, seen The, the earlier ones with the kid when he was smaller, yeah. he had the best lines in that show. With
3: Kutcher, though, it's terrible.
2: No, with Kutcher, is not, not so great. So? No. Yeah. no.
3: But I highly recommend. Anyway, I want to thank everybody for joining, and uh, hopefully Farrow will be back next you week, know, and uh, we'll talk to
1: that. <laughs> you did great. All right, I'll talk
3: to you later, guys.